Hi, I'm Fresno. I'm Flatwoods. And uh, we're the monsters now. We're not just monsterologists. We are become one with our muses. We decided it best <laughs> to take on new, improved forms in order to better do our jobs. Mm-hmm. Of... We we now we have we're we're we have the monsters perspective up now from mm-hmm. now on. We do. Today we're talking about a lovely, lovely, slimy little friend, uh, the Mongolian deathworm from good old Central Asia, the Gobi Desert. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, how slimy? Oh, pretty slimy. I'm gonna say like a nine. Ooh, that's gotta mess with the sand. Hey. Would you rather be slimy in the sand, no. or would you rather be dry in the sand? Dry because then dry. the sand doesn't stick to you. That's true. It'd be like um, it'd be like that whole thing where you get sand in your flip flops or your bathing suit, but worse. <laughs> but all over your body and your skin fold and your skin fold. The, the Mongolian deathworm just single handedly keeps the lotion industry afloat <laughs> with all of their. Uh... <laughs> with is that where lotion comes from? No, 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 he he buys all the lotion to keep himself <laughs> slimy. If if lotion was a natural secretion of Mongolian deathworm, that would oof, that puts a a new perspective on a lot of teen boy activities, huh? Fresno, please. I'm very sorry. Hey, Flatwood. Flatwood, yeah. what do you call it when a bunch of worms take over? You call it, it's global worming. Oh. Oh, that was the only joke I have prepared for this episode. That was a very good joke. No one was. I'm not going to lie. It was terrible. Loved it. <laughs> um, so, ooh, the Mongolian death worm. Yeah, where's this good wiggler from? It's from the Gobi Desert in Mongolia. The spooky lands of Mongolia. Not necessarily the modern day nation of Mongolia, though. Just like the Mongolia region, you know. Mm. Uh, its name in Mongolian, Olgoy <laughs> Khorkhoy. No, 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 no. You didn't just. You didn't say anything just then. <laughs> Try again. I said Olgoy <laughs> Khorkhoy. Is that really how it's pronounced? Is that really how it's pronounced? Be, yeah, that it's definitely Olgoy Horhoy. It's super powerful. Those are words of power. Which means large intestinal worm. Ooh. Hey. It looks like good old cow guts. Ooh. What? What? Okay, so... Plump. Red and plump? You know... In our two weeks of cryptozoology professional experience, I've never heard of worst adjectives for a cryptid. Never heard of any worse adjectives than red and red and plump. Plump is awful. What? Plump describes food, not things. Not critters. Not critters. Not never critters. 
If you talked to me about how plump a mouse was, I would be like, mm-mm, mm-mm. It's plump, like, plump makes me imagine juices, right? Like, like mm, you could stick, like, a, a little claw in there and juices would spurt out. And that's just something I don't want to imagine happening to an animal. Gotta, you gotta be down to do that to an animal, come on. I really don't. This picture... That's a lot of blood. By a, uh, a Belgian artist of the Mongolian death room, and I think it's very good. It's unfortunate that we can see pictures, but since this is an audio medium, hey, they can they can go check um, our Twitter and website. Wink to go Wink. see these images. Wink. Wink. Cross promotion. Um. So yeah. The Mongolian death worm, which actually, I mean, it's, it's obviously, it's big for a worm, mm-hmm. but it's not like person. It's a death worm. Expect it to be. It's like between two and five feet long. Oh, that's actually not that big. That's not as it's big as, little... that's not as big as I expect. It's not like friggin' graboids from Tremor. It's not gigantic. Yeah, it's not humongous. Humongous. Um, it's just a normal nice little worm size. Nice. And, uh... Where does it originate? Where'd we first get reports about it from? Well, the first reports, uh, about, well, I mean, it's from Mongolian folklore originally. Okay. <laughs> but it got to the West. Years of the West. And a book published in 1926 by Roy Chapman Andrews. Oh. Um, when he was on a trip in Mongolia, he was a paleontologist. Mm-hmm. And he was talking with a bunch of Mongolian officials. Yeah. And uh, they, mm-hmm. <laughs> to quote him, None of those present ever had seen the creature, but they all firmly believed in its existence and described it minutely. Oh. Dude, you know. What? You know that worm's there. So this worm is their uh, religious no. figure. Religious figure. It's On not. Golian really <laughs> death worm proof. Fresno Bleas, uh, Mongolia's Buddhist. I'm seeing some pretty solid evidence that this death worm exists. Of course. There's some pretty good sightings. None of these... Oh gosh, these are all really good photographs. <laughs> I th- I think I'm in the uh Here we go. I found the two foot long. Someone's trying to say is the Mongolian death worm, but it's really just a legless lizard. Really? Poor, poor lizard. Let me see. But yeah, so um Clee. You got this pretty big, sizable worm, mm-hmm. 
and uh, it has abilities um, that allow it to like defend itself from interlopers, get prey and whatnot. Like people, people say, "Oh, that's a nice little worm pick." It's the Mongolian deathworm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that oof! What a great selfie that Mongolian deathworm just took. <laughs> With the human hand in the picture. Yeah, yeah, that's part of the selfie. That's part of the death word. So, uh, the is has poisonous secretions, which kill instantly. <laughs> that sounds a bit overpowered. Um, yeah, just to um to quote. Mongolian Prime Minister uh, Damdin Bazar in 1922. Huh? Huh? It is like a sausage about two feet long, has no head nor leg, and it is so poisonous that merely to touch it means instant death. Whoa. Wait, he believes in it? Uh, well, this was in the 20s. In the 20s. 1920s Mongolia believes it. Hmm. Um... Another thing that they claim it has is uh, sort of an organ on the tip of its tail that it can fire bolts of electricity from. That's a power. That that sure is a power. That's a power. That's a power. (laughs) That, hmm... Mmm, nice, tasty Mongolian death worms. Put that in a sandwich, put that in a soup. Mm-hmm. Take a bite out of it. Mm-mm-mm. Get Guy Fieri to cook it up for us. I call him Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. This episode is feeling a bit dry. This episode is not dry. Huh? This is not dry. It's great. It's feeling maybe not our best. This episode is not as dry as the Gobi Desert. <laughs> I don't. <sighs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> We're keeping that in because that one's juicy. That one... <laughs> it's plump. Plump. We're keeping all this in. This is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Except me saying it's funny isn't funny. Uh, in a book from 1987, mm-hmm. by a man named Yvonne McCurl, oh. uh, he described that it travels underground, creating waves of sand on the surface, allowing it to be detected. Huh. Distance with electric discharge or venom that can spit. Uh, oh! It hibernates most of the year, except for June and July when it becomes active. This is a little sleepy boy. Oh, he takes a nap all year long. What a sleepy worm! What a sleepy, sleepy little worm! Just friend, I would say hug the cute little plump worm, like, ah, but then you die instantly. <laughs> then you instantly die and get electrocuted. You, it would stab you, it would spit at you, it would poison you. Oof. Sleepy cute boy, 
not a fun boy. <laughs> the Mongolians believe mm-hmm. part of the worm will cause almost instant death and tremendous pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the issue is with this one because there's no actual singular sighting, since it's more of a folkloric creature, lots of people have different things that they say about it. Like, the whole electrical oh. discharge thing seems to have been made up in the 80s. <laughs> when they discovered electricity. <laughs> yeah, when they discovered electricity. Yeah, in the 80s. <laughs> uh, 1980s. I should specify. Of... of disagreements between people on what it actually does. There's lots of different versions of the story. Uh, they Some say it frequently preys on camels and lays oh. its eggs in the intestines. Oh. Oh, you know. <laughs> Gosh. The venom corrodes metal. Oh. Little, little naughty rusty boy. Why is this thing so powerful? idea you cannot defeat the mongolian death and people are like oh yeah, yeah bigfoot he's strong flowers monster she's got like i don't know stink clouds and magic dude mongolian death worm unstoppable mongolian death worm is like when people go overboard and role playing and just say oh yeah well i'm invincible so uh <laughs> yep <laughs> god the mongolian death worm's such a mary sue a what? Mary Sue. Have you not heard that term before? No, I haven't. What's a Mary Sue? It's like characters that are instantly good at everything. A lot of times mm. people just use it to like yeah. towards female characters though. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh but the Mongolian Death Room is defo that. The Mongolian Death The Mongolian Death The Mongolian Mary Sue. Mongolian, the Mary Sue worm is <laughs> definitely a Mary Sue. Probably, probably my favorite little details are the stories that talk about the Mongolian death worm's favorite things. Oh, wait, what? Like long walks on the beach, horseback, um, oh, yeah, sunset. You know, long on the beach. Horseback rides in the sunset. Romantic candlelit Long dinners. wiggles on the beach in the landlocked country of Mongolia. <laughs> Long wiggles on the beach. Um, yeah, they, they say that it has a predilection for the color yellow. Oh. And for local parasitic plants such as the goyo. Uh, swarm. This swarm knows what it likes. Knows what it likes, oh, no. and it's not afraid to go after it. And I always have wanted that in a monster. <laughs> oh, the Mongolian death room knows what it wants. It knows to go after it. It knows to electrocute it. I love a worm that knows what it wants. <laughs> oh, you! Oh, you know. I love I love how um this reads like some kind of like 
dating profile or wacky yes, 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 description. Yes, yes, yes. Great, 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 great. Oh, there was my my hobbies include laying eggs inside of camel intestines. <laughs> my favorite color is yellow, I and I my special ability is electrocution and instant death. I am ageless. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fling with the Prime Minister of Mongolia, but I didn't go well. <laughs> I had a, <laughs> a one-night stand with the Prime Minister of Mongolia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and of course that happened in its June and July active period. All other times to sleep. <laughs> Oh, you know it wakes up for those fireworks. <laughs> for, for Mongolian 4th of July? For 4th of, yeah, for Mongolian 4th of July. The holiday that's celebrated in Mongolia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I, oh my god. So, I already knew all of the mm. rest of the stuff. Here's the thing. I did not know prior to now. Is it? Is it like swallowing things whole? No. <laughs> <laughs> so that guy that I mentioned earlier, Ivan Makurl. Yeah. Um, he went to Mongolia, to the Gobi Desert, in 1990 okay. and 1992. Ivan Makurl is a weird name. How much do you have to hate your kid to name them Makurl? Name. Sorry. <laughs> That's such a bad name. <laughs> name McCurl. McCurl. Hi, I am Mr. McCurl. I'm sorry, what the f is your name? <laughs> sorry, God, sorry, if, Flatwood, keep going. If Yvonne McCurl is listening to this podcast, I'm so sorry. It's almost <laughs> It's almost as bad as Elon Musk. <laughs> Musk. Musk. Um, so yeah, in 1990 and 1992, he went to the Gobi Desert. Mm -hmm. he, he really liked <laughs> the sci-fi novel Dune. Oh, of course he did. Of course. <sighs> they attract the giant sandworms by, uh, mm -hmm. by rhythmic thumping. And so <laughs> he brought a motor-driven thumper. <laughs> <laughs> no! Did he really? Yes. Oh my god. So he just had this thing going boom, 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 boom. Not only that, Fresno. Mm -hmm. He also used small explosives. Wh wh huh? <laughs> so this guy goes out with a couple of other guys into the desert and... He has a, quote, rhythm, rhythmic thumper and and a bunch of explosions, and they come back with nothing. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think rhythmic thumper was code. Thumper was code. It was code. <laughs> Um, 
I know if I'm talking about a rhythmic thumper that I'm taking into the middle of nowhere, it certainly isn't to attract worms. Oh, it's to attract a certain worm. <laughs> it's it's to it's to it's to attract human worms. <laughs> uh, there were also other um, major investigations in mm-hmm. the early two thousands. Yeah. And a bunch of TV episodes about it, but none of them found anything. Uh, naturally. Um, but I do like this. <laughs> In 2005, mm-hmm. zoological journalist Richard Freeman okay. sent an expedition to look for the death worm, but found nothing. Oh. And, but his conclusion... Oh, no. The worm that they were, that they were seeing... Non-poisonous burrowing oh, lizard. No. I'm pretty sure it's an owl, actually. <laughs> it's a famous sand owl. It's just one of those burrowing owls with poisonous skin and it's electric spit. And electric and electric tail feathers. <laughs> As they naturally do. You know how they do. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, on that note, I think um, this is a pretty good point to stop talking about. I'm gonna Our s- favorite, favorite East Asian intestine worm. I'm going to rate this worm... One foot out of two feet. Thank you. Um, we're on. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's five feet out of five feet. <laughs> okay, I'll read it. Two feet out of five feet. Oh um, God, so hateful. A plump worm. A plump red worm. Plump worm. <laughs> we're on. Uh, yeah. We're on iTunes now. You can find us on iTunes. Um. Please leave a review and a rating if you enjoy our podcast. If not, please, yeah, please a good don't. One. If you yeah, if you if don't, you like, don't our like our podcast, it, ignore it. if you don't like our podcast, please do not leave a review or rating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us on SoundCloud and TuneIn. Um, oh, we have that. We have that already set up. Yep, I got that set up okay. this morning. Um. And thanks for listening, and as always, we'll be winging it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I hope you ha- I hope you have a good day. Thank you for listening so much. Uh, keep it keep it weird. No, we stole that from Portland. <laughs> <laughs>